0: And my name is Mike Royer.
1: And this week we're using the rumor mill to, to break down the future of the Marvel Cinematic Universe. Mike,
0: do you think the rumor mill is uh, makes whole sprouted grains for their rumor bread? Because that's that you know it's the start of a new year. It's January. I, I'm on um I'm on a cleanse. It,
1: it, I think it depends. Uh, I'm more of a sourdough fan myself. I don't know what kind of uh, grain that takes. So we'll oh. we'll have to dive into the, this the, whole the, bread making su- fiasco. Only
0: the only the sourest rumors on the. Super yeah. The, exactly.
1: Well, yeah, we don't have a lot of for DC, so I think. We'll actually be in in, in some (laughs) some okay territory today um it is time for kang and a new ant-man trailer we talked about this last Mm -hmm. week dropping on monday and lord did it drop on monday the mandalorian could feature the return of last jedi characters how's that work that's in the future
0: and more oh my god like yeah my brain was wrinkling when you said that because we all know how i struggle Uh, very difficultly with the Star Wars Diamond. Oh, yeah. And also, like, we have so many Star Wars movies, and they're all starting to kind of sound the same, too. Mm -hmm. Like, The Last, Return, Revenge, it's just I can't keep track of it anymore. Oh, yeah. Uh, At least The Empire Strikes Back, like, it it has, like, I feel like it has a different like, at least, uh, cadence to the title. I can always Mm -hmm. keep track of that one. And every time I think of it, I always instantly think Hoth. And Hoth is only, like, not I don't even think it's the first act. I think the first act is still going after they leave Haw
1: well um, i'd t- I'd say first, anyway. I'd say it's a good first. It's a good first act. get some get some going and yeah, but but this, yeah. is,
0: this is my way of saying one of the many ways you could fix uh, Star Wars movies is just pick better titles mm-hmm. and I would say
1: episode uh, eight, but I'm like, I'm like, where the hell is eight in this timeline? Like I would have to because uh-huh. we got them three, four, five, one, two, th- no four, five, six, one, two, three. Seven, eight, nine. Uh, but anyway, we'll talk about that in a little bit. Um, but yeah, we're we're hitting this uh late Sunday night. You have you you are um lucky to have tomorrow off, and a lot of people probably are either listening to us on Monday or Tuesday. And I don't, so I have to rec- I have to make this record tonight. So I apologize, uh, for that, Mike. But um, yeah, what have you been up to? What have you been doing? We haven't really talked much this weekend.
0: Yeah, well, you know, since we're finally out of kind of like the holiday movie season, I feel Mm -hmm. like I've made a hard left turn, and I've watched the antithesis, and that is uh, Christmas Holiday Fair, and I watched a movie that I actually had to have you track down for me. Uh, Usually, I kind of obfuscate sometimes where I find some of my pieces of media, but no, I'll straight up say, uh, Chris pirated this for me because it was on Shutter slash like ifc something like ifc midnight some sort of moniker that they have over there at that channel i don't know how to get that i don't know where that comes from i'm not like a horror movie aficionado that keeps track of the horror streaming services but there's a film called mad god that i wanted to watch that came out last year because it keeps popping up in the conversations with all of like oh the best feature animated movies of the year And partly this was popping up because it was just one of the, there's not a lot of feature animated movies that come out in a calendar year, right? So Mm -hmm. whenever you get something off the beaten path of like a Pixar or a DreamWorks or a Disney, you know, usually, uh, you know, gets people a little excited. So this movie is called uh, Mad God, and it is made from a veteran visual effects, like, um supervisor or director you know, whatever this, whatever you call him you're
1: gonna know this guy because i'm gonna tell you he did all the all the dinosaur um wrangling or whatever they call him dinosaur supervising in jurassic park phil Tippett, mm-hmm. right mm-hmm. uh that's how i remember him he was because there's a meme like you had one job phil and it was to watch the dinosaurs but like literally he did all the animation and stop motion and like help yeah. with the cgi I... for 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 jurassic park movies
0: yeah, and I believe he also worked on the original Star Wars trilogy to call back yeah. to just a couple minutes ago. So this this yeah. dude is like a veteran. He's like all up in it. And uh, this film, uh, what I learned after kind of researching it a little bit, this was like his passion project. Apparently, he had been working on this for like 30 years And I guess he has like some sort of a class or academy or something where he would bring in students and he would have them work on like different parts of the film, like to practice their stop motion skills. So this this film has been in the making for a while, and you can tell when you watch it it is it is a craft and a love and from one very specific vision from from a very. talented person uh and this this movie will, will take you on a on a journey i did not know what i was getting into when i when i hit play on mad god and i had to break it up into a couple different um um chunks because it's, it's a it's a dense film and i was you know like i said watching it right off of your plex server so thank mm. you very much that no. was very convenient i believe
1: uh, but, you asked when we, we were sitting for dinner for christmas and you're like can you find this i'm like i already got it and then you know, by the time we left, it was already downloaded. So I, yeah, I was pretty, pretty happy to show that off.
0: Magical voodoo on your phone. That I'm, an, I'm you. a mad
1: god on, in terms of the, the internet.
0: <laughs> exactly, I must say. But uh, so from, from the the positive side of this film, it is just an absolutely labor of love. You can tell like every, every frame, every panel is painstakingly, you know, just thought through. Uh, the visuals are extremely striking because not only are you getting, like, stop motion, it's I would dare to say it's more like mixed media because you'll get moments well where they'll bring in real-life actors and kind of alter their frame rates a little bit, not to convince you that they're stop motion. It's not like they're trying to cheat, but more kind of, like, fit them within the world that's been, like, built around them, that they've been superimposed inside of. And, uh, there's like this daring kind of, um, decision to not have like any dialogue in this film. So it kind of gives you those Mad Max Fury Road vibes where it's just like all, all motion, all cinema, you know, you just, you really have to like watch this one to take it all in. And it's just, it's fascinating. It, it'll keep your attention, but on the other side of the coin, it'll keep your attention in the grossest way. This movie is, like, the most disgusting, grossest thing I've ever seen. And, like, I wouldn't necessarily say I'm comparing it to some sort of, like, grindhouse, like, saw, Hostel, like, gore horror film. its It's not quite like that. It's just that uh, Phil Tippett has just dreamed up this just disgusting like sewage like filthy underground like hellscape world where there's like these gross little creatures that are all like wet and dripping and there's like feces and like vomit yeah. like i'm sorry to start the po- i'm sorry to start the podcast like there's just, yeah. there's just no other it, way to quite describe it <laughs> it
1: kind of reminds me a little bit of like a cronenberg kind of ask look to everything you know when i watch the you yeah. know, I, I skim through the movie like there's this big thing it, it's a like a big blob monster it looks like the thing because it has like human teeth but it's not like a yeah. human creature and like you said it's got that like you said that wet feel right because it's real there's actual light glistening off the stop motion in this yeah. so it, it, it's kind of it's kind of it I don't know, grimy, if you will.
0: Yeah, it's extremely grimy. Um, some scenes linger a little too long. This is kind of one of those things where it's like it, the the uh, the creative term of like kill your babies, which is hilarious because there's literally kind of mm-hmm. like uh, versions of children being killed in this movie. Like they're stop motion like little monsters, but they're coded as babies, if you will. But like there's an opening shot where you have like your main character, if you could even stretch the – to connect this to a normal narrative, right? Where your main character is, like, descending on this really, really long elevator into, like, hell, I suppose. But the shot just goes on forever and ever and ever because like they've painstakingly crafted all these sets but i was just like i literally timed it i was like it was like 10 minutes of this elevator descending and i'm not even lying And i was like okay i think maybe we could have uh chopped this down a little bit and there's some like stop motion animated moments that are like not necessarily put on a loop but you can tell that they're just looping through it a couple of times just you know kind of like the fill the scene a little bit but uh, when the movie started, you see this uh, title come up that says IFC Midnight. So I kept thinking of this in the context of like, what if I was like a teenager? back in the day, flipping through my cable channels, like literally at midnight on ISC to see what this thing called Mad God Mm -hmm. is. Just like, you know, my parents are asleep. My brother's on the other side of the house locked in his bedroom. And I'm just like, what is this? This is like, and then I wouldn't be able to sleep the whole night after that. So yeah, this is like an experience that I could not in my right mind recommend to just anybody. You you really have to like dedicate yourself to want to watch something like this, but it is weird. It is freaky this narrative is so untraditional. I don't even really know what happened at the end of the movie. Like I, I I might have a a guess, but I, I went on YouTube to try to even find explainers for like mad God ending explained. Like that's usually what people do. Like when they can't figure out inception, but like, I can't figure out, what mad god was and i couldn't find anyone who could really explain it to me so uh, i'm just here living with uh living with what i watched in mad god so yeah if you have a friend out there who has a plex server with mad god on it or mm. if somehow you have shutter built into a cable package or a streaming service you can go check out it is it is weird man it's it's i'll leave it at that it's, it's, it's freaky yeah uh, but I, I watched something slightly more traditional uh, last week as well, uh, a Hulu original miniseries that's based off of a, a book that came out not long ago called Fleischman's in Trouble. And I can only technically bring this one up on the podcast because it stars Jesse Eisenberg, which uh, we can tie it back to being some sort of version of Alex Luther. And Batman vs. Superman, mm-hmm. it was never really clear to me, actually, now that I think back to it. Was he supposed to be, like, THE Lex Luthor? Oh, yeah, yeah. Or was yeah. he, like, Lex Luthor's, like, son or something? I wasn't entirely sure. It, I think he he's
1: supposed to, supposed to be, because he, he, you know, in the end, he's the bald, right? He, he ends up losing wow. his hair, right, and be becoming bald. And they even had that tag in, what, Justice League as well, or Zack Snyder's Justice League, where they brought him back a little bit. I, it, it's weird. Yeah, yeah I either
0: way... Uh, Jesse Eisenberg stars in Fleischman's in Trouble, where he is going through a uh, divorce with I um, uh, can't remember her name off the top of my head, Claire Danes, yeah. and it's just a, a nice little introspective study of what's it like to, you know, be an adult living mm-hmm. in the city, going through a divorce. I know it's like a weird pitch at the beginning of this nerdy podcast. You're, real, but... <laughs> you're
1: really bringing up the spirits, Mike, with everything my, you're my, watching this week.
0: My wife and I really enjoyed it. It was like funny, but also okay. sweet and. I don't know. I'm getting to that age in my life where, like, just you know, all of these like little studies on what it is to be human are very interesting to me. So, go watch Mad God. Go watch Fleischman's in Trouble. And then, Chris, please bring yeah. it back around to what yeah, we yeah. So, to talk about here. <laughs> so last
1: week we didn't talk about this, but um, uh, the Bad Batch season two is now available, or at least the first three episodes are now available on Disney Plus to stream. So if you've had the chance to watch the first season, on um, the second season. It doesn't pick up where it ends. It actually, you know, jumps forward in time. But like, there's no like, here's a recap. So if you haven't watched it, you might want to go back and watch a recap. But it's really good to just jump back in. You've got the Bad Batch they are on a mission. They're actually revisiting. Um, this is spoiler free, but like some some pretty cool areas from the Clone Wars and like um, some other places. So you're gonna see some some familiar areas. But this season is starting to focus on. Um, three episodes in of like 16 episode season, uh, the replacement of clone troopers with stormtroopers, and, and why that's, that's important. Um, the first season briefly touched on it. And at the end of that season, they got rid of the cloning labs on Kamino, so they can't make them anymore. Uh, the clones. And then this one is about, you know, the, the phasing out and then the replacement. So I think that's a really cool area of Star Wars. We've not really touched on. Right. Um, at all, and, and I think, you know, if anything, the, the Clone Wars animated show has done, it's, you know, shown us the importance of the clones and how they can all be different. And then the Bad Batch is obviously five clones that are uh, deformed, but they have their own specialty abilities along the way. So it's also crazy to think almost every character other than, like, um, Omega, who, who's the the younger character, and, like, the, the people giving out the bounties for them to go do is literally just one guy doing every clone voice um <laughs> even if they are they look different and sound different it's just they use the same voice actor um is it um uh bradley something something d bradley i forget his name uh but he he does all the clone voices he does a great job so i think if um and again obviously they're always improving the the look and style of the animation right you know as as we talked about if you go watch the clone wars episode 1 it's like kind of like pasted palettes on tv shows now like cgs become more efficient they have all these models they're just improving them all the time it's just still a beautiful show to watch so um i'd highly i'd highly recommend it for anyone who who likes star wars or if you want to watch and binge them later totally understand they're just 22 minute bite-sized episodes on on disney plus but we we definitely look forward to every wednesday here to to catch up with this this rowdy crew of uh clone troopers those silly guys what are they up to this week um (laughs) But anyway, let's jump in. Let's jump into these because I we've not really talked about this at all uh, all week. And, and this dropped Monday night for us, and that is the Ant-Man and the Wasp Quantumania trailer. Um, we had a teaser before. This is, I guess, the full trailer. Um, and we are uh, what is the day today, Mike? Is it the fifteenth? We are a month away uh, on uh, tomorrow from when this movie debuts, uh, and we got this trailer. So this trailer really showcases to me the trippiness of the quantum verse uh and a lot a lot more kang than we've seen before in in the, the previous teaser
0: yeah I, I wouldn't say like story-wise we've learned a whole lot more and sometimes i forget of what i've picked up from that comic-con kind of leaked trailer that i saw a while ago that was almost yeah. like primarily audio only since it was such a steep angle. That it what was a, cool what an that.
1: angle that was.
0: Yeah so I kind of felt like almost this trailer got us a little bit closer to that original uh, leaked trailer as well so all we really know is Kang needs uh, Scott to mm-hmm. go steal something for him. Uh, Kang is promising him everything that he's lost so I suppose we do get a little bit of motivation of what he's trying to do and that's I guess regain the time he's lost with his daughter since he was trapped, you know, yeah. in a different realm and, and, and you know, I could obviously see that motivating. I mean, we've already seen what Wanda would do just to get her kids back, so I could see, you know, a, a parent trying to go back in time and trying to yeah. get these lost years back, you
1: know. And and um the other thing with this was it shows uh, there's a scene with his daughter it looks like she's coming out of a jail cell, so maybe she's been behind bars for something. Cause you know, he, yeah. he came from, he, we opened the first Man movie with him getting out of jail. So maybe yeah, there's some extra almost, stuff in there.
0: Yeah. It almost made me think of like a uh, back to the future too. Right. We got to go to the future to save your kids. They're, they're, they're bad seeds. You didn't raise, somebody didn't raise them. Right. We got to go fix all mm-hmm. of this. So like maybe that, and I could almost even see this as the type of movie where you even make that very specific reference and um then there's also a line at the end of the trailer that's where he says oh i don't have to win uh we both just I have to lose, lose or something yeah. lose like that yeah. and um it did make me at least reflect on the idea of like oh this is actually our third ant-man movie uh so this is technically you know this is a trilogy i i don't expect um paul rudd or ant-man to canonically die or whatever but you know there's a chance that maybe he could retire a little bit and hand mm-hmm. off the the mantle to his daughter since we already know she's getting a um, a suit but yeah. I I I think the the big the biggest takeaway here right this is like the big headline grabbing screenshot taking Oh my gosh was, let me uh, guess
1: can can I predict this is it yes. Modoc
0: Yes it's, it's the biggest the headed that,
1: man in the world
0: I'm the fool that didn't even catch it the first time Oh around. yeah I saw that they did have that big kind of splash moment of a block in, in his suit. And I was yeah. like, okay, hey, that that's cool. It still looks good. I'm still a hundred percent under the impression that that is just a helmet. And you know, on the internet, it just goes crazy. Like they always do. Then yep. And it took like one or two days of news cycle for me to like see a tweet or something. That's just like, well, isn't it crazy how big his head is? And I was like, wait, what yeah so I could go back through the trailer i was like oh shit he's just right there yep. in the background yeah a big old I, fleshy human head I,
1: I i've got a pretty good theory based on that image i saw and who that character is uh, uh playing it and i don't know if you want to know it or not i don't have to say it but j- well, i mean
0: I, you were you were already saying previously on the podcast that you thought it was the actor that played yellow jack it
1: looks just like Corey is is Corey Stoll the actor like right he's bald in that the, and it looks like it, his head just wider is what it looks like to me um i have no proof to back this up but it looks like him like wouldn't yeah. it be just that much funnier if you know he didn't die he just shrunk down like when when Scott shrank him like he kept a, a big head and and all those limbs just shrunk up like the the worst karma for like a villain is like your yeah. tech went against you <laughs>
0: Yeah, I I suppose that's a possibility. I think I I like the or the origin more last depicted in the Avengers um, video game. Yeah, yeah, George like Tarleton, kind yeah. of like which I think is kind of more of a traditional origin for the character, right? Well, or has Modok always been like more of an interdimensional uh, space he,
1: being? Not not he's been more um, Hydra, so he's more science based than, than anything. God, yeah, so yeah, yeah.
0: So I I kind of more like it, like oh, the hubris of his like science and progress kind of messes it up more than just sure. like a. A one-off joke of like, ha, 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 I shrunk all your body except for your yeah. head. But I, I did see some criticism out there online, um, which led me to looking up that they showed his face of just like, it looks dumb. It's just a big head. And I was like, yeah. That's Modok. That's what he's supposed to, he's <laughs> supposed to look like. He looks ha- freaky and weird in his big head. <laughs> he had
1: an animated show with Patton Oswald. That's exactly what he looked like. He's just a big head in a suit and in all the games. It's, it's funny that he is literally like, you know, permeating you know all all the the big touch points for Marvel right now video games mm-hmm. TV and movies so yeah. uh, it's crazy to see him in there when you know he's obviously not the big part the big part is you know Kang but i'm starting to think maybe maybe this isn't Kang proper in this in this um movie right because we know there's an Avengers Kang Dynasty right so if the line from the trailers i don't have to win we both just have to lose but he's getting a Kang Dynasty later is this that Kang or is the a version of this one, right? Like kind of well, thing, this is what I'm starting to think now.
0: Well I, I think um I don't know if it's text that pops up in the trailer or or what exactly or if it's like marketing like taglines, but it says like the beginning of a dynasty or something mm-hmm. like that yeah. in the trailer. I think So yeah.
1: Yeah, I think maybe um what's her name? The uh, the mom said it. of uh, something yeah, mean, I think yeah, so anyway.
0: We do know that there's there's possibilities of multiples, so who knows? Yeah. Uh, King is very powerful. It, yeah, can slip away from um, from danger pretty easily. He, so. it's,
1: it's really cool. We get to see his blue mask on. Right, there's a shot with mm. him with the full blue mask, and that comes off. He's shooting blue beams out of his hand, really angry. Later, uh, I I think it was kind of brutal seeing him like literally curb stomp Ant Man's helmet from like a first person view as well. I'm mm. like, this isn't this isn't your you know your your grandpappy's Ant-Man here. This is a different Ant-Man than the other three movies. Like I feel there's actually stakes involved, right? There's there's things going on now. I'm not saying it's a bad thing. We can evolve. We can have, I, I I I was t- joking with a listener to show Patrick, and he, we were talking about. I'm like, oh, this is why. And I sent him the uh, this is why this is cool, and sent him the Wikipedia article, the story arc, um, right? <laughs> your character arc that I sent to you later that day. Um, but you know, I I think it's it's it definitely does not feel as i guess inconsequential as light-hearted as the previous two movies right because mm-hmm. um if you told me oh yeah ant man the Wasp, i'm like i forgot that movie existed until i just said it out loud um yeah so. it is a bit unfortunate right <laughs> <laughs> yeah so uh it feels like you know this this is going to be to be something and it's the first movie of phase five which is which is cool uh the other thing with that is i included uh in our show notes here um uh, it's empire magazine is doing um, a, a spotlight of the movie and we get a picture of Jonathan majors uh, in his Kang attire sitting in a very um, regal looking chair here uh, with his green and, and purple suit on his classic Kang colors, Mike, if you will. Uh-huh. Uh, and I think it looks cool as hell. I think, I think that's fun. It's a, this is a good outfit. Marvel never does wrong in their costumes. I feel right. Um, so this is really cool to see them go full in on a King suit Mm -hmm. Um, for this because my my first real introduction to Kang is in Earth Mighty's Heroes right Mm -hmm. he has like he has a pretty several episodes in that show uh, where he he's there so uh, I I think that's pretty neat to take a look at uh, right before the show, Mike and I also—I was trying to find the trailer link, which is in the article. Uh, we we saw that uh, times for the movie are starting to be posted online uh, for dropping February sixteenth, that Thursday, also February seventeenth. Uh, you cannot buy them yet, but we feel, uh, Mike, I believe you used the phrase, ticket sales are impending. Um, yeah. So I feel like tomorrow more. I feel like tomorrow morning I'm gonna be able to just jump on there and buy them at like nine o'clock and.
0: Yeah, you could be listening to this right now and be able to buy tickets. So yeah
1: yeah absolutely uh so february 17th um coming out uh less a month away from i guess the 16th of you the thursday showing so a month from tomorrow we are going to be talking about that so awesome on the flip side of that black panther wakanda forever is is starting to hit um digital uh, on february 1st which i believe we corrected last week right um coming to disney plus so it's also digital purchase february 1st but the physical copy is coming february 7th and the only reason i bring this up is mike you know i buy the steel books i'm a steelbook mm-hmm. buyer uh best buy is offering two versions a wakanda version and a talocon version here uh, so how do you
0: how do you pick chris how do you
1: pick? uh have you have you taken a look at these yet these these mm-hmm. two images you can know which one i want to pick one of them is very uninspired and the other one Ooh. is very artistic So, um, I, I feel like the Black Panther, the, the Wakanda when, you know, it's, it's got your, your main characters, you know, sure he's blue, it's really cool, but the inside is just the Dora Milaje jumping into the ocean, but like, it's not even like a full shot of them jumping, it's kind of cropped, it looks weird, where the Talacan is, you know, the front is, it's very colorful, it leans into that South American you know, heritage uh, a little bit, the, the full arts, the designs, Namor in his headdress, and the inside is the uh, the winged serpent depiction as well.
0: Yeah, well, I mean, if you could only have one, it makes the most sense to get that one, since it was the most unique thing about yeah. the film, so.
1: Yeah, absolutely, and I, I was talking to someone, I'm like, the, the thing is, you know, I'm, the most I'm ever going to see this is probably the spine of the, of the book, right? It's what you <laughs> see on your shelf. So, they're both actually, from a spinal point of view, not too bad to look at, so, Um, yeah, so those, those will be, those are pre-orderable on Best Buy if you're also a Steelbook buyer as well. So the next probably 90% of the show, Mike, is going to be, um, I would say maybe not leaks, leaks, rumors, confirmed, you know, tidbits of information. I don't know how we're going to take them. Things can always change, but a lot of this was kind of dropped on Monday Uh, Monday and I think I told you I'm like I have a whole page of notes and it's not even Tuesday so (laughs) we're gonna go through this you know we can we can spitball it here there you know sort out the rumors what we think is true what we want to see and kind of go from there so let's jump into the first I think the biggest um, bit of news out of this at least to me I I guess maybe the most substantial I think is Captain America New World Order right Uh, the the first Sam Wilson like Captain America movie Um, it'll supposedly be the first movie with Harrison Ford as General Thunderbolt Ross. And in this, he will no longer be a general. He will actually have been uh, elected President of the United States in this movie. Uh,
0: yeah, I mean, it, it's actually surprising that it's taken us uh, this long to get around to this kind of story point. I feel like this happens in both comic book universes at some point in time, right? Mm-hmm. Like some character eventually climbs up the ladder and becomes the president, you know, whether it's like Lex Luthor. Or uh, yeah. who who was the 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 I guess the president wasn't it Red Skull and, like Old Man Logan or yeah, something? Yeah, he like took that, over. Right? Captain
1: America has been elected president in some books. You know, it, it, yeah, it's all over the place.
0: Yeah, so it, it's about time. And then you know, if this is supposed to be uh, you know slightly more of a, a grounded film, you know where you know Sam Wilson is still kind of tethered to the U.S. military in a way, will yep. like, there, there'll, there'll be a dynamic there for sure. Yeah,
1: absolutely. And and we've only seen the um president once, right? In Iron Man 3 for like a brief second when Rhodey was like his like guardian or whatever. He, they put him in a suit at the end. Um so, you know, this is this is I think a better way to introduce that uh climbing up the military. And it also makes sense why they would also, you know, we we can't bring back um not well William Hurt so you know we've got a bigger named actor which is great we couldn't replace it with anybody less but also Harrison Ford coming to play the president again totally makes sense like I feel yeah. like that's how you get him in here and for as that. we
0: all know if you want to see how well the Harrison Ford plays the president, go watch an amazing film called Air Force. Air Force One. Yep. Which, is, if you have not seen, is it, it is great. I have fond memories of that.
1: Yeah, movie. It, it, I think it holds up. I think it holds up. Uh, also, uh, concept art that we we've not seen but people have seen shows the Red Hulk in a suit. So we know that the General Ross in the comic books becomes the Red Hulk at some point. So they could definitely do that in the show. Not saying it is, but um, they. This Red Hulk is in a suit. Have you ever heard of the comics character Joe Fixit, Mike? Uh,
0: that's the the like kind of classic gangster Hulk. Right? Yes,
1: yeah, so that's the one where he goes to Vegas and becomes like a mob, not a mob boss, but like a bouncer kind of thing. So yeah, mm. so yeah, so apparently they're doing that with the Red Hulk. It could be maybe his presidential attire, um, and maybe this Red Hulk retains his intelligence, kind of like the smart Hulk does as well. So, um, I, it would make sense if maybe they. he gets a suit that 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 grows with him as well along the way
0: who knows maybe he's maybe red hulk is a totally different person it's not even uh harrison ford yeah exactly president ross or whatever (laughs) yeah
1: yeah exactly um but also this will feature the return even though we've seen them frequently i guess maybe a prominent return of the dod department of damage control um they were they were in miss marvel quite a bit um she hulk um, those are the two things I, I think we've seen them in the most, right? Um, maybe was it was Spider-Man, I believe. Um, no Way Home, were, they were they were at the beginning of that, too.
0: Were they, in She-Hulk, were they just in the second to last episode no. where they kind of, like, arrest her? No, they're
1: basically? also in the first where where um, that's where they're holding the Abomination is the Department of Damage oh, Control.
0: Oh, yeah, I guess that's right.
1: Yeah, so they were in it quite a bit um, for, for, I guess, for beginning and end, right, so... Yeah, so so they it sounds like they are in charge of super powered people and their, um, I guess punishments or I guess whatever whatever they have to do to keep them from being powered or hurting people so um, yeah I th- I think that makes sense right this all this all sounds like literally shield 2.0 if you will mm-hmm. uh, along the way so um, if you, if you can't have shield you're gonna use the the DoDC so I, th- I think this sounds cool I would, I, would, I think a Red Hulk um, you know again the military side of this i think i think this is going to be a pretty cool movie along the way and um, i think it could possibly set up possibly like you know a ca- another captain america like trilogy right like with with sam wilson mm-hmm. um, i don't think we'd want to watch another show with him if you will but like we could definitely uh, watch a watch a couple movies
0: yeah it's starting to shape up if if the marvel cinematic universe continues to plans to just continue as is right just canonically there's no sort of like big multiversal shakeups that resets things i know that there is going to be a multiversal like secret wars right but if they try to continue at least this narrative i could see sam wilson eventually retiring as captain america and then they bring in like a new cap that mm-hmm. kind of is more of a, a in the traditional sense of like no wings and a shield only because that happens in the comic books all the time. You always got to eventually reset status quo. So I could see that happening after, you know, Sam, maybe he goes through the trials and tribulations of what it means to wear the suit and then decides he ultimately doesn't need it anymore.
1: Yeah. I mean, I think, yeah, I think he's got, you know, what, how long was uh, Chris Evans? What, maybe nine years, 10 years. Right. Um, Mm -hmm. so, um, yeah, I think I think they've got some time to do that, but also I think he's not been in as many properties, so they could probably take a little longer if they wanted to. But yeah, like the actors eventually like, Yeah, I don't want to do this anymore. It's hard to keep up being in shape all the time and they could, they could pass it off canonically. But we'll keep you posted when that comes true. It sounds sounds pretty awesome. Moving on, this'll spin off into somewhere down the road a World War Hulk movie, they say that is in the works that we've not been announced yet. So yeah, at
0: the it was nice seeing this again, right? Because yeah. the last time we talked about this, we were putting our uh, fake lawyer caps on, right? And we're trying to figure out, oh, what, what are the what are the rights situation here at the mm-hmm. Universal? We heard it might be expiring. so And we hadn't really heard anything since. So this could be a good reinforcement that hopefully yeah. that's still happening.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Someone did ask us when we last talked about that. They are like, oh, couldn't Marvel announce a movie and make it and just not release it until the contract's up? I'm like, well, that's not really how contracts work in the film industry well, if you make an I don't know. if you make yeah, an I mean, announcement and intent like you, like you can't like go you they just withheld they, they withheld it from us kind i of mean thing. i
0: could see it being one of those things where it's like theoretically yeah they might be able to do it but at the same time it's like does universe does you know does like disney marvel do they hate universal yeah. right you know would it just be better to like Play along, possibly, or
1: it's you know, are there storylines not lined up yet in time? And and like, hey, mm-hmm. maybe the universal thing's done this year, but we don't want to do World War Hulk for another five years because we got to move all our pieces onto the board to make this line up. Um, because really, if, if Captain America: New World Order introduces a Red Hulk. We have Banner slash Smart Hulk. We have a She Hulk. We now have Scar, and I only flag Sentry in here because he's a he's a very important part of this this movie. And anytime I can write the Sentry in my notes, Mike, you know I'm going to do this. <laughs> um, so in the in the storyline, the only person who defeats the Hulk is literally the Sentry. Like they punch each other until they both revert to their normal unpowered forms, and they both pass out. So. Um, yeah, I, I, I can see that. I don't know. Maybe it's it wouldn't be our Hulk, but possibly um, then. But we also saw, literally, in She-Hulk, right, um, it is not much for Bruce Banner to literally just go back to Sakaar, and, right? Like, he literally just got in a spaceship and went over there in the middle of that mm-hmm. show. So, you know, post, post-Infinity post War in-game, space travel is a little more commonplace, uh, it seems like, and a little more accessible for everybody. The other big part of this uh, report was Liv Tyler is in t- talks to return as Betty Ross, which would be like the only person from that movie returning, because um, <laughs> uh, Edward Norton was recast again. William Hurt um, has has passed on, and uh, no, no, Tim Blake Nelson. Tim Blake Nelson is coming back as uh, as a, the leader, right in in, um, in in New World Order. So yeah, there's some opportunity here to, to have a quote unquote incredible Hulk reunion, you know, 15, yeah, 20 years it, later.
0: What a slow. Wouldn't wouldn't be really funny if they brought. Edward Norton back in to play like a totally different character who knows maybe no secret wars. They should bring Edward Norton into one of these movies just to play himself. Right. You know, he's just like getting coffee and he's just like, Oh, Mm -hmm. I remember when I made it. Oh, and that would be funny. He, canonically in the MCU, would be an actor that has portrayed the Hulk. Because, mm-hmm. I mean, if you think about it, within the MCU, you know that version of Hollywood is definitely making movies based on these characters. That would be oh, so yeah. funny if Edward Norton had played the Hulk at some point. In
1: time. Yeah. We'll we'll, be, we'll see if he, he puts aside his ego to do it or not. But, yeah. I mean, honestly, I that or worst case scenario, that would be one hell of a Secret Wars cameo that I would not expect. <laughs> I, I just wouldn't expect to see it, right? Like... That's oh, like yeah. like one of them I'm just like no they never they never work out a deal but you know Oh if... man,
0: yeah. Oh, can you imagine just bring all versions of the Hulk back? You know, yeah. bring Lou Frigno, yep. sorry, I don't remember the name of the other guy in Ang Lee's Hulk. Oh, uh, Eric Bana? Yeah, bring yeah, bring them yeah. all back. Wouldn't yeah. that be insane? Oh
1: yeah. I mean, that would be wild to see like four Hulks of various mm-hmm. stature and like design I like god I really hope that they don't bring in the same CG model from Ang Lee's Hulk, but <laughs> but it'd be pretty funny to see it all over the place but yeah um yeah I agree like there's there's opportunities for that you know um X, I don't think they they had the opportunity with X-Men but you know we've only had one Wolverine so it's pretty sad yeah. but yeah it's I mean, it's opportunity I-
0: yeah, I think that's what they should do in Secret Wars, put it all out on the table, get every single live-action version of the character that's ever existed, put it all out there in the world, and then we can just move forward, yep. right? We don't have to worry about any cameos coming back or anything, we just, like, almost like a clean yeah. slate, bring this universe it's, back to zero.
1: I'm, I'm going to be sitting there like that Leonardo DiCaprio meme the whole time, like, ah, I know him, <laughs> I know him. Uh, but, yeah, I think that would bring every, like, people who grew up, watching the hulk in the 70s or 80s right the incredible scene mm-hmm. lou frigno not just being a cameo as like a like a bodyguard oh, but i think it'd bring be pretty that
0: cool. bring the thor from yeah <laughs> Hulk back <laughs> that'd be great
1: yeah so yeah uh, well huge opportunity here but uh live tyler would be you know great to bring back betty ross right i think you know um got no qualms with her portrayal or, or her as an as ca- actress Uh, Moving into the Thunderbolts, which these two movies seem to be... I guess all three of these movies are really tied up. So, um, actress Sadie Sink from Stranger Things um, is rumored to be eyed for the role of Songbird for this movie. Now, Songbird is not a character we've heard much about because um, she doesn't exist in the MCU yet. So, she was originally a Thunderbolts team member in the comic books. And she can produce supersonic screams, create constructs, and fly. So kind of a little bit close to Black Canary, right? From the yeah, Arab- the, but but the yeah. the constructs is about the only different part here.
0: Yeah, she's uh, she's really um, hot in Hollywood right now. She was she's just coming off the Brent, Brendan Fraser movie, the uh, Whale, uh, the Whale. Uh, obviously, Stranger Things. She was she was like the character in yeah. that in that last season, connected to the the viral uh, song, right? Mm-hmm. Um. But the first thing that I think when I hear this is just give me an honest-to-God good reason why this character has supersonic powers, right? You know, when I'm watching something like, you know, Green Arrow or The Flash and, you know, they're introducing a new character from the comic books, I don't really care how why or how they have their powers, right? You know, it's just a CW, just you know, let's just get into the action and get this 45 minutes, you know, going of an yeah. episode. But in the MCU, I swear to God, Chris, don't give me another man bowl. I was a lab experiment. Mm-hmm. I need a little bit more teeth on it or I'm going to be pissed. So, so that's I, it's the only thing I'm looking out so for.
1: Songbird was a big character in the Civil War comic books. I remember this mostly from the video. She was in the video game, Marvel Ultimate Alliance 2. Um, she's got bright pink hair and white hair. And I believe... Uh, that came from, um, in that one it was Baron Zemo who was, like, trying to, to create more super villains Mm -hmm. along the way. But the, the character was always, like, she had, like, a, like, a troubled history. Like, her father was an alcoholic and I think her mother was in prison or something. So, like, that lines up with, like, how Sadie Sink portrayed her character in Stranger Things quite a bit. I'm like, uh, maybe they're just looking at the history before they, they do this in here. And maybe she doesn't have powers. It, it, it could go either way, but, um... You know, adding a, a a typical Thunderbolts member to this, you know, newer than the other ones that we've seen on there, is, wouldn't be out of anything. The other bit of news is that this will also include the Hood, who will make his debut in the Ironheart series in this movie, along with the Sentry, because I wanted to write the Sentry again. But that was confirmed that he, <laughs> he would be, quote unquote, the villain for this.
0: More and more roads point to the Sentry.
1: I am so excited, my Gosh, I <laughs> he is also in the Doctor Strange comic books hitting the shelves right now. Uh, and uh, I'm using them in my game Marvel Snap, so like everything is coming up century for me this year. And, um, you know, I, last time I was this excited, we got that Black Bolt in Humans TV series. So um, you, let me tell you the disappointment I felt there. It probably can't get worse. It probably cannot get worse than that. So.
0: Yeah, there
1: you go. But um, Thunderbolts, I I I'd like to know more about this movie. Right along, we have a lot of movies coming that we don't know a lot about. Uh, New World Order Thunderbolts are very seem to be very, you know, I guess politically based with those teams so we'll hopefully find out more um you know as uh, the convention center starts uh, the convention circuit started to heat up this year uh moving on echo we got we got we're gonna talk mcu shows real fast a couple of them here bad bad news or i guess like just more confirmed news echo is rumored to be delayed to a 2024 launch instead of making the 2023 window uh it's filming right now some people think does this mean it's in trouble? Some people are like, well, it's just going to line up to Daredevil better. That way we're not waiting in between Echo and, like, a year to Daredevil. Like, they can just keep going, bouncing off each other quicker. Which, to me, I think is a better feel, right, whenever we, we want to watch these shows, if they're all connected. Because, mm-hmm. like, the way... Like, right now, we're going between, what, She-Hulk and uh, what Secret Invasion. And I'm like, I don't even know what Secret Invasion tied into to begin with. Like, well, how far back do we have to go to that Captain Marvel? So, mm-hmm. um yeah, so that'd be cool to do that. The other thing is the Agatha Covenant of Chaos. I think we have maybe a release window when they announced it, but it's rumored to release after Daredevil: Born Again, so possibly twenty twenty five for that show.
0: All I did... right. I mean, those, I mean those two shows. I mean, you know, whether you're fans of the characters or not, I would say they're relatively low priority. Mm-hmm. I would think for maybe the Disney Plus strategy overall. I mean, they're 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 new characters for the most part for yeah. most of the viewers out there. So, yeah, I think, unfortunately, or fortunately, Daredevil's probably going to take precedent. Other shows are going to take precedent.
1: Yeah, Echo, I think, um, introduces the Daredevil. Like I think it ties into it, so, like I said, close to that. Agatha, I did read an article that they're writing newer, new songs, um, original songs for this one, so this is going to be some musical. I don't know anything about this, but, you know, it, this one seems to be the most interesting spinoff that I didn't expect we'd get, you know, for a character who was... I guess became a fan favorite after the show was Mm -hmm. over. So uh, I don't know what it's going to offer yet, but yeah, you're right. Like, it's kind of just like, yeah, if it takes a little bit longer to put it out, no one's going to be losing sleep over that along the way. Uh, Also uh, real quick. What if season two is uh, possibly uh, delayed to not delayed or releasing in 2024? I would not think they would need this long to do that because um, they, they already had one episode from season one that didn't release so that's
0: I mean maybe it'll be more of a uh, fuller season right maybe it'll just be more episodes in season two or maybe the episodes will be longer but mm-hmm. you know, animation always takes longer to make so
1: yeah I, I'm hoping maybe they they're getting some more audio recorded maybe maybe they are able to find somebody to bring in the actual actors instead of like just voice actors um, or I guess voice imitations but um hopefully what if season two is a lot more memorable than season one uh-huh. at the end of the day uh this one's an interesting news an unannounced an a uh, show for Disney plus it's called strange academy or similar to strange academy um this is a comic series where dr Strange is like teaching people how to or I guess younger kids how to use their magic and you know it's more like its a, literally like an X-men school but for mystical people right at the end of this so this literally sounds like the end of dr strange in the multiverse of madness right like we saw the school um you know america chavez was there like learning how to use magic this one's supposed to be wong led so um i think everybody wants that wong show so here here you go pretty, yeah what was
0: excited. the what was the the woman from uh she hulk that was uh that was rooming with him oh uh,
1: um what called him wongers yeah um I forget her name already, but yeah, it
0: was like, yep. it was like I don't remember what, it was, but it was yeah. like something like Tiffany, but the eyes not weird, oh, I mean, it's not Tiffany, but is, is, it was is, something is, like that. Is it Madison? Maybe, maybe that was it. But yeah, yeah, if we could get more of her, she she was pretty funny. <laughs> but I don't know if she she's she's a little bit too humorous. I don't know if it, that should fit within like a magically Doctor yeah. Strange, like, Academy, but maybe she's just in the opening scene, and, you know, they're getting her in a cab, and she's yeah.
1: going to the airport. <laughs> I mean, well, she she was using the magic portals to get around, so I, I could totally see, like, maybe a post-credit scene once or twice, you know, with them. Mm-hmm. Wa- what were they watching? Sopranos? Or something like that? <laughs> um But, yeah, so, anyway, training for magic users, going back to Taj. if this is, like, supposed to be, like, an America Chavez-led thing rather than giving her a movie a show, and there's more magic users, I could see this leading into um the uh uh, young avengers which is going to bring us into our next point uh vision quest is rumored to introduce viv the vision's daughter from the comic books um so she's viv vision uh she's a young you know she's an artificial intelligence green hair um very i think pink skin very robotic looking um for this show she was very she was a highly popular character in the visions um one of his more recent solo comic series yeah. as well.
0: I think she might be, uh, cause I had to, uh, I had to look her up. Uh, cause I was like, what does this character look like? I think technically a little bit more greened uh, skin if you will, but definitely Android, uh, uh looking. Yeah. For sure. Yeah. I pull it. <laughs> it's
1: pink skin and a green suit. She's wearing a green suit with her green hair. Uh um but if you're
0: a robot isn't it all suit or is it i all guess skin? i don't know <laughs> is
1: it depends on you like a terminator because that's skin yeah, Is
0: this like a, is this like a ship of theseus conversation yeah that
1: it probably watch? is but anyway if you look up viv vision you're gonna find her um you know she's very much a looks like a a young vision bright, bright green hair um no no pupils you know yellow eyes yellow yellow diamond so um, this is from an artificial family the Vision made himself in, in the comic book. So if vision quest is going to kind of go along with him, you know, bringing about, you know, um, with Wanda gone, a, a new family, if you will, it could definitely be her, but young Avengers, I think is going to be the, um, like a through line. I feel like we're going to get like, you know, we keep seeing those articles. Maybe they're listening to that. Like, Hey, we got to get there. eventually We're going to get there eventually. And this is how we mm-hmm. introduce some of these characters. Uh, speaking of Young Avengers, another big part of that is going to be Miss Marvel. And the rumor is that she's going to get a season two before Avengers Secret Wars, uh, which yeah, is I would, coming up.
0: I would think so. I mean, I, there's definitely enough time to get a season two in there. If they're kind of setting this cadence of a season two happens maybe every other year, mm-hmm. you know, even though a lot of these Marvel shows don't seem to be like traditional season orders, you know, we're getting low key season two, you know with a year gap so yeah i could see in this marvel happening yes the other maybe not next year but you know
1: oh yeah i mean i honestly wouldn't be surprised if it's next year um but you know we know she's showing up in um the marvels coming out this summer Mm -hmm. in in june so um definitely definitely have have some of some of the uh, July yeah. coming up if, as well
0: if that's the next uh kind of marvel movie on our docket right uh there's a chance that we could have a little bit of a teaser trailer for that so i mean before ant-man you think that they'd want the next marvel trailer ready before you see the well, next marvel movie
1: it's funny you mention that because i believe the super bowl is the same weekend as ant-man
0: uh, oh i think I think it would be the weekend before, wouldn't it? Uh, let's, let's, the the 12th. It it's yeah, the 12th. It is the 12th this year. Yeah, so, Yeah. I mean, that would be a good, good place to put it.
1: Yeah, because, it, well, it's actually, um, funny enough, that's the last Marvel movie of the year. Um, we have um, uh, Ant-Man and the Wasp in February, Guardians 3 in May, and then the Marvels in July. So I would 100% see Marvel going all in, right? We're going to get a trailer for Guardians and the Marvels at, at the mm-hmm. Super Bowl would not be surprised if they actually throw in maybe some of their, um, others, maybe an official launch date or for Secret Invasion in there as mm-hmm. well. So, um, absolutely 100%. The other big news tied to that is, uh, the other show this year was, uh, Moon Knight, and it will have a season two before Secret Wars as well. All right. I had to look it up. I have our, again, the, the upcoming releases page on Super Hero Slate. I need to remove 2022 or move it down. Uh, but um, we have till twenty twenty six, Mike. We have three full years to get these shows mm-hmm. out. Um, maybe th- closer to three and a half. So I hundred percent can see them doing <laughs> the night pretty quickly.
0: It's actually it's more interesting to think that uh, Bob Iger is not gonna make it past uh, mm-hmm. Secret Wars. Yeah, you, know, you uh, say his that contra- his current contract. I,
1: th- I I could I would hundred percent not be surprised that like he's doing such a great job. Let's extend it again um, because we can't <laughs> find anybody to replace him. But um. Yeah, absolutely. I'm really surprised they haven't announced season twos yet, but I know they're probably looking at their schedule and looking at, like, hey, we don't want to overcrowd everything for the next couple of years. Um, On top of Secret, uh, I guess not Secrets, Young Avengers, one of the main players is the younger version of Nova, uh, played by Sam Alexander. So there's a rumored movie for Nova now. It's not a special presentation, not like um, Werewolf by Night. But a uh, um, an actual movie to be in the works, and it will introduce both Richard Rider, the the adult uh, Nova that we know from from the comic books, and Sam Alexander, who is the newer version, who's in the Young Avengers
0: as well. Yeah, I mean, I guess we can use this as a, as as a moment since we kind of wrapped up all of the uh, possible Young Avengers updates of what does this Young Avengers roster look like. I mm-hmm. mean. Uh, I made uh, the image for the podcast this week, so you can kind of see there the most obvious ones, right? I'm not saying yep. that there couldn't be some wild cards in there, right? But right now we have uh, Miss Marvel. We have, um, uh, I almost said Kate Blanchett, but no, Kate <laughs> Bishop. Kate Bishop, yeah, Hawkeye. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Uh, we, have, we have the two that we've rumored here, which would be uh, possibly a young Nova. Mm-hmm. And we could have uh, Vision's daughter. And then the one that's kind of been floating out there for a while are the Wanda's kids, right? Yes. We've seen them super powered. By the time that a Young Avengers would come out, they would be probably like close to teenage age, right? You know, they could kind of fit in with the crew right there. Mm-hmm. I think the last time we talked about Young Avengers in earnest, there was like, oh, what's the possibility of if a Peter Parker, you know, could yeah. be involved in any way? But after his last movie, I would say, if anything, he has been catapulted into adulthood. Yeah. Right? You know, he is no longer, like, he's gone through way too much shit to be considered, like, a child or a kid, right? So, yeah. you know, outside of those, I, I don't know what wild cards could so, be thrown in there, but that's kind of looking like the roster right now. The
1: the the only thing that was here, because the, the, the Wanda's kids are Speed and Wiccan in, in the comic books. One is essentially Quicksilver, and one is essentially Wanda, again. Uh, the idea that uh, Hulkling could be one of this and hulkling is actually not a hulk he's a very large green-skinned kid but he is half kree half skrull hybrid um you know both both of one from each side of his parents but he is also the i guess boyfriend of wiccan in the comic books so like you know when they were in the young avengers so there's an the opportunity if they don't do both maximoff kids right because technically half of these avengers yeah. come from the vision and, and wanda um, they could definitely include some space people as well.
0: Yeah, and, and maybe a Hulkling could be something that comes out of a secret invasion TV mm-hmm. show, right? That would be the most logical place to yeah. set it up. But yeah, yeah I, I, I more think like once the roster is set, like what's the story, right? What yeah. Why do young Avengers just need to be assembled in general, right? You know, if you look at like Young Justice, right, oh. on the side hey. of a DC, usually they're called up, when there's some sort of like big thing that happens and the bigger heroes like are incapacitated you know yeah
1: well so you actually made me think instead of maybe hulk we now have scar right at the end of mm-hmm. um she hulk so maybe it's scar instead of hulkling um yeah, for maybe that.
0: he was looking pretty i mean i don't know exactly how a you know half alien half hulk ages, ages right yeah. but he was he was looking pretty like not old, yeah. but like. He looked, he looked like, like 17. He, getting, he, he looked uh, like he was getting ready to go off to college, right? Yeah. So I don't know exactly but, what the cutoff there is, but, but I know Kate Bishop. She's kind of in that range.
1: Yeah, yeah. Kate's in college. I believe, um, Miss Marvel was, I guess, getting up there, but like, um, yeah, like, I know that, like, from my, my experience with the Teen Titans, right, um, is what I'm thinking of, rather than Young Justice. Mm-hmm. Um, they were always fighting Deathstroke, right? As, as and I know that Teen Titans Go was a bad example of the Teen Titans, but this, that's that's all I can operate off of here. Um, <laughs> they were always fighting Deathstroke, so, you know, there, I think there could be a serious villain. I don't know who it would be, right, because we also have not just the Young Avengers, but, like, the Thunderbolts. We're starting to see the, the, the formation of multiple teams, in the mcu um the young avengers actually have more powers and abilities than the thunderbolts do so <laughs> i think they could probably take on something a little a little more i guess powerful at the end of the day mm-hmm. but right like you know what what do we who who is that and what does that look like um i i agree you know I, the only thing i mean well no i guess wiccan he has magic so i'm like what what gap what area do they not have? But I guess they could make some villains, you know. Um,
0: uh, the gap that they don't have is that they're young teenagers that aren't going to make the right decisions. Well, right. Yeah. Guy. Well, I was, trying, I was
1: <laughs> trying to think like you know, if you have like a um, everyone has like a, a, an area they cover, they specialize in, right? I'm like, who 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 do we what what area do we not specialize in? And that's the villain because we don't have someone in uh, that area. But like, yeah. but at the same time, like you know, um. It, looking at the event, the first Avengers movie, it was you know Thor's brother Loki was the villain. So like it could literally be somebody else. Um, the only thing I can think of is you know with with if it's Billy and Tommy Maximoff, they don't come from this dimension anymore, right? They were
0: mm-hmm. they
1: were from another dimension. So is it a multi-dimensional threat? Um,
0: yeah. Along Maybe.
1: the way, so um, I don't know. It, it looks. Co- I mean, it's a cool lineup. I'm I'm glad we're we're getting there. So I'm I'd be excited for that. And if you haven't uh, played the game Midnight Suns lately, guess what? You're getting a movie as well. Um, This is different. uh, This is spelled differently. This is S O N S. The one in the game is S U N S. So, Midnight Suns in the comic books is literally your your supernatural team, right? You have Blade, Mm -hmm. you have Man Thing, you've got, um, I think, Moon Knight at some point. People who. Uh, werewolf by night fight the night so if they're starting to build towards that a little bit with you know dr strange having horror aspects man thing and i mean werewolf by night having some of that stuff could totally see midnight suns becoming a movie down the road if they wanted to yeah
0: And it better be an October release, right? Mm -hmm. Uh, Put this out near Halloween. That'd be fun.
1: I want to see more of that man thing burning people alive ability. Because that's so so goddamn cool. Uh, So, yeah. um, Maybe this could be, you know, Blade could lead into it down the road. But we we don't really have, we have no other further information. The only other further information, the other thing that we have with no further information is literally the Serpent Society. Uh, We last saw this originally teased as a Captain America 3 title at San Diego Comic Con years ago. I don't know if you remember hmm. that, when they were like, here's our phase three lineup and it was like Captain America Serpent Society and then they came back and they're like, just kidding, it's actually Civil War because that's our biggest <laughs> announcement. And everyone's like, Oh God, so no one really thought the Serpent Society was gonna be something. But if yeah. they are gonna do this, this kind of ties back to my question at the top, is this a Sam Wilson led movie? Because it's a Captain America like villain group where they have uh-huh. like snake motifs going on along the way i don't know
0: yeah maybe this is maybe this is like the title for you know the second captain america yeah you know sam wilson so building out his trilogy yeah um
1: so yeah so um actually just looked this up the serpent society first appeared in captain america in 1985 and then the serpent solutions um first appeared in captain america sam wilson number one so that that's probably
0: is that just the most logical end of the trilogy? Well, what do we do about the Serpent Society? Yeah. Well, what about Serpent Solutions? Yeah. Okay, let's do it. There's also
1: Serpents. Uh, apparently, it was Serpent Squad and then Serpent Solutions before it was the Serpent Society. I psh, snakes love their S's, man. They just they just love it. Uh, I also my, most of my experience from them comes from watching Earth's Mightiest Heroes. They were um, <laughs> villains, quite quite a bit there with their their snake thing. So you know, honestly, I wouldn't be surprised at this point if that's the next Captain America movie. At the end of the day. Uh, were you able to watch the new moon girl and devil dinosaur teaser trailer with a i guess it's a full trailer with a release date for for disney channel disney plus i don't
0: know if i've seen the specific trailer but not long ago probably maybe just a week before this they had like a clip that they released where she was fighting i don't remember who the villain was but it was kind of cool because they got a Childish Gambino song playing really? yeah. in the background, which is crazy. And it was, if you're not familiar, it's the song uh, Sweatpants, which is a really good song. I love that song. Uh, so obviously they uh, remove any sort of a, the swear words from it. Uh, but they kind of are animating the se- the sequence to the beat of the song and what's happening in it. So like, man, this is like this goes like way harder than I thought this Mm -hmm. show was going to go. And then obviously the, the visuals of it look great. I I love the way that it looks in general. So yeah, if you got like a kid at the right age for this, like I, I think this would be a good, like, you know, uh, if you if, you know if you're if you've watched enough Bluey, right? Yeah, you know, I, know, well, I, would, I know that shows really. Odd. This I might would, be a good thing to put in the rotation. Yeah, I would say
1: this is maybe post Bluey a little bit. Uh, I think there's some deeper stuff here. You have a big dinosaur, right? Uh, you know, Devil Dinosaur. So Moon Girl and Devil Dinosaur. Um, to me, it's the Mickey Mouse and Friends arts. Have you watched the new Mickey Mouse shorts, like the ones that are like five minutes yeah. long? Um, yeah the,
0: the, that that flat 2d art style yeah
1: but 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 it's still very kinetic right there's a lot to it a lot of motion they can do a lot of mm-hmm. a lot of um things you can tell the mickey mouse runaway railroad ride is based on this art style um but you know this to me it, the this trailer was actually pretty cool to kind of see how the start and like um luna uh, i forget her last name uh, lafayette and and her friend they how they. Like, they're keeping her identity secret because she's one of the smartest people and she gets a dinosaur through a portal. Um, but it's uh, debuting on Disney Channel February 10th and on Disney Plus on February 15th. So this is literally made for Disney Channel and then just happened to get on streaming a couple days later. So um, I, I'm excited to kind of watch this because I think it looks cool. We don't get a lot of Moongirl and Devil Dinosaur. I know Lawrence Fishburne is voicing a villain, a main, a main character villain. He's built up there pretty high in this. So um, And if they're using, again... Um, Childish gambino songs in this it sounds like they're pulling out all the stops to to make it fit both kids and adults along the way
0: i'm sure that song wasn't cheap to license either so
1: yeah yeah absolutely well i mean he i mean he he's hard up for money he's got to be if he's doing the um (laughs) that one sony movie where he he, oh the the hypno Hypno hustler (laughs) i
0: keep thinking it's like the disco stew like yeah simpsons the disco stew movie yeah it's hypno hustler
1: all right, that's all our Marvel stuff for today. We're, we're, we're coming up on an hour here, and we're going to shift gears real fast into The Mandalorian, our next Star Wars project we get to watch. Now that Bad Batch is in, in, in motion, we are all anxiously awaiting the return of The Mandalorian Season 3. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's been almost, what, a year and a half since we got him? I mean, I'm not counting mm-hmm. Boba Fett. That's like a 2.5, but... Uh, a trailer will be on the upcoming um, tomorrow, Monday, January 16th, football playoffs, the wild card playoffs tomorrow, so... Uh, by next week, we'll be talking about a new Mandalorian trailer on the Ooh, show. all right. Um, the rumor, mill is also grinding out that Season 3 could see the introduction, or reintroduction, if you of the Praetorian Guards. Those are the red-suited guards from the last Jedi duel, with um, Rey and Kylo fighting them together oh, in the Emperor's okay. realm. So, uh, they were pretty cool. They didn't really get a lot of screen time, but they were pretty cool looking, overall.
0: Yeah. Yeah, this could be uh, the origin of how they came to be. Like, maybe they're this elite squad that was put together specifically to take down Mando, because we know that those big like. Darth Vader robots mm-hmm. um well I guess he no, he didn't really stop him that was like Luke that came in and stopped those oh and yeah yeah yeah. maybe those are really expensive and they don't have enough money to yeah. build more of them so like we got to put people in suits again
1: yeah that's right we got to give them some lightsaber deflecting weapons because yeah. those robots did not were not able to stop the lightsaber through and through the other thing is that Moff Gideon will be in his own armored suit and will be Darth Maul inspired supposedly red and black um as he tries to to get the dark saber back again.
0: Mm. So you know what I want to see. You know what character I love the most from the prequel, um, just because of the sound design of the weapon. Were those weird robots with like the staffs, like the taser yep. staffs? Yep, yep. I love the noises. Like it's such a good sound design on that the, weapon. Like I can't not think of them when I think of that noise. And you, I think they could build those into the Mandalorian. You know, they haven't been. I mean, they've been dead for a little while, but I mean, it's just well, technology, right? You can yeah, just they're, like they're ro-
1: <laughs> yeah, they're robots. Yeah, the robots, right? We had we had new robots. The the Death Troopers were
0: robots, kind of thing. So well, I guess maybe they could pop up in well, they could pop up in Andor theoretically, well, or Obi Wan, since so, that's a little closer timeline wise. Yes, they
1: are also in um the the Jedi game, the Fallen Order game. Like oh, you come okay. you come across them because the the empire is using them you know for for situations so yes absolutely can see them be used, utilized across the board for stuff so yeah I'm I'm excited to see the suit I I, I could see them definitely pulling that off and lastly Mike I know we're all anticipating the return of the Fast and Furious franchise with Fast X Fast Ten your seatbelts if you will uh, and we are gonna get a trailer before the Super Bowl and then a teaser during it so. I don't know what their game plan is here, but whatever. If you're if is, you're into this, and this should be the last I one or the last two.
0: I don't know jack about Fast and the Furious, but didn't they say that are they splitting this into two parts? I think there's a, an eleven, yeah. Okay, but it's probably like Fast Ten Part Two or something. I, yeah, I,
1: I I don't think they filmed the second one yet. This one just has Brie Larson and Jason Momoa in it.
0: You know what? They need to just update the the ride at Universal Studios Hollywood. There's a hilarious fast um, uh, fast ride that's added to the studio tour that's, like, now, like, very out of date. And there's, like, a hilarious small helicopter and or large uh, Vin Diesel that's holding on to it. It's very, wow. very funny. So maybe they can use this as an excuse to update it. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you got to get, get all 11 movies in one ride, Mike. Just, just mm-hmm. blow through them. So yeah, Super Bowl trailers are probably gonna start hitting our, ra- our news rate radar over the next couple weeks. So we'll, we'll keep you guys posted on what that looks like. All right, Mike. Well, that's the show for today. Uh, if people know what you're up to, what you're doing. Where can they find you, at buddy?
0: They can find me at Mike Royer Design on Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok. You can read my web comics at PickledComics.com. Uh, Chris, if you want to catch up with you, where can they find you?
1: You can find me on Instagram Valdan87. V A L d-a-n i think i'm also still on twitter i don't know if i use it very often but i'm still there uh but if people want to know about the shore where we can find that upcoming release page that i've been referring to all day where can they find all them goodies at
0: oh all you got to do is head on over to superhero slate.com and make sure you're subscribed because we're actually talking about a lot of really cool stuff next week and one thing i even forgot to tell you about chris is I get to go into the new Super Mario Nintendo. Oh, movie, really? Whatever, nice. A few weeks early, uh, uh, next week. So actually, I think we're going on a Sunday, the day we usually record the podcast. Oh, so nice. I'll be like fresh out of the park, and we'll uh, we'll talk about that on the podcast. Obviously, tonight when we're recording this, The Last of Us premieres on HBO. They're putting tons of marketing dollars behind that because I cannot avoid that every single time I scroll. And then uh, you know we'll talk about you know possible trailers maybe that'll be mandalorian trailer too. for sure so yes exactly so stay subscribed superhero slate.com you can find us on apple Podcasts, youtube spotify wherever else you love to listen to find podcasts like us on facebook follow us on twitter and instagram get merch at superhero com slash store we love hearing from you all the time we do please reach out yes. let us know what you think of the show uh go on over to podcast app Insert title here and review us. I don't even know how that yeah. works anymore, but reviews are always great for the podcast. We love that, and uh, we love our super fans. If you want to be a super fan of the show, it's so easy to get that on your driver's license. You know, it's right underneath need glasses. Mm-hmm. So uh, it's one step super fan. It's one step <laughs> above
1: those one of those new ID, the real IDs. If you have a real ID, yeah. then you have a super fan IDs no, even above
0: no, that. No, 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 scrape all that. Actually, if you if you become a superhero slate super fan, you'll get that chauffeur license you'll be able to oh, really yes. drive people around and heavy machinery too mm-hmm. uh, don't hold me to that but i think that's mm-hmm. true so if yeah. you want to be a super fan all you got to do is share the show with a friend share the show with a buddy we'll be here every week folks
1: that's right and we are not giving out cdls that's something different but we will catch you guys <laughs> next week
0: bye everybody thanks for listening and don't forget to subscribe